<laughs> we didn't get that on. <laughs> okay. All right. Episode 36. It's the... What day is it? The 27th? 28th? 25th. 25th. July 25th. Nice. Once again, we got we got Mr. Dan Toller joining us. Dan, it's good to see you. As always. Likewise, gentlemen. Likewise. You guys know yeah. how, the, how how they knew Jesus was dead when he was on the cross? How? They pierced... They pierced him oh, yeah. under the pierced him under the sixth rib and water and blood came yeah, out. I, I thought I thought you were gonna That's have a joke. Know. I didn't think you were gonna say like. Nope. I was gonna actually. history, man. I thought that was a setup. History, bitch. Um. Okay. Well, does anybody have anything? What's going on in your guys' lives? What about um, the airplane food? What about the airplane? <laughs> there we go. Let's start with something light. <laughs> I think that the scene that forever lives in my, like a movie scene that forever lives in my brain is uh, the one scene from uh, the movie Airplane, right? Where uh, it's just boobs on the airplane. Like everything's just chaos and the lady just, you know, walks across the camera and just her boobs are out. You know, when I was like 12 years old, what that was What movie magical. are you talking about? What are we talking about? Airplane? You ever seen that movie? Airplane? airplane? It's just called yeah. an Airplane? Yeah, I think it's got Leslie Nielsen. I've seen that yeah, movie It's before. a super, I, I love it. It's a great movie. From 1980? Dan, I fucking love your mug. I just want to say, thanks, man. That's a, that's a fire mug, bro. Got uh, my girlfriend and I have matching pairs. She is player two. Fuck yeah! Oh, this has got quite fire, the cast bro. in it. What the fuck? Yo, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was in this movie. It's a good movie, bro. It's got a ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And the you've never seen it comedy before. takes shots at the slew of disaster movies that were released in the 70s. When the passengers and crew of a jet are incapacitated due to food poisoning, a rogue pilot with a drinking problem must cooperate with his ex-girlfriend turned stewardess to bring the plane to a safe landing. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to watch it again now. <laughs> Maybe we should watch it for a movie night. I'd be down. Yeah, honestly. It's been too long, boys. It's yeah, we haven't. Too long. Yeah. Surely you can't be serious. Right, right? Oh man, dude! Huh. Bro, that movie with fucking what's his face that we watched last? Ryan Gosling, Drive. <laughs> yeah, that was a wild. That shit was such. Oh my god, that's a good movie. I love Drive. It's a classic. Although we kind of yeah. ragged on it the whole time because that chick is like. No, yeah. <laughs> it just wasn't worth it. Billy it just was, wasn't worth. Billy was brutal to that poor girl. Sorry, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Sometimes I get belligerent. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Okay, I, you know what? I, I wanna... that was sick LED lighting you got going on there, by the way. Yeah, Billy's got the underglow on his bed. Yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to look for the light, trying to turn that off. Uh, He's got underglow on his fucking bed. That's sick. How is that not cool? No, it is cool. It's just funny. It's it's, I, it's cool. badass. Yeah, it's better than having red horny lights. Red horny lights. <laughs> yeah. Red I, horny lights. My lights can Nick, be whatever color. I go to Nick's house the other day, you know. Yeah, yesterday, actually. And uh, he's like, I check out this. I can turn the light. I can change the lights. Alexa, change the lights to red. And I'm like, interesting. You're a little yeah. horny, aren't you? <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. I, you know, you, 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 if you're, uh, you have a girl over and your lights are red, you know what's going to happen. Exactly. You know, you know she knows what's going on. Everybody knows. <laughs> There are colors, you know, like blue, you're in a sad mood, yeah. I have black silk curtains around my bed in college, and like <laughs> blue Christmas lights. <laughs> I have Christmas lights, uh, like, on, like, the roof of my house year-round. It's cool. They look nice used... at night, and they're on, they're on my <laughs> fence around my yard, too. I used to have Christmas lights in my room, and then like, for, like, three years, and then I took them down when I got the new bed, and I was like, play some with those. Nice. 
Modernizing. Modernizing. <laughs> okay, you, you know I I want to pull. Uh, I want to pull all of you. What are, What are your opinions and thoughts on marriage? I know Dan. Dan, don't you? Aren't you anti-marriage? It's a funeral so, but so with this cake. Is, this bro. is a good question for, especially <laughs> since Dan's here. It, it's a funeral with cake. Come on. It's the guy in the twelve-year relationship, right? Uh, no, like I think, like it depends on the laws in your state. Like, if you're going to have kids, like, if that's what you want to do, like, if you want to raise a family, like, I think in a lot of states, it makes sense to get married. Married, Like, my friend isn't married, and, like, they're going on their third kid, and whenever they have a kid, he has to sue her. And, I mean, it's silly, because, like, they go to court, and the judge asks her, is this the father of your child? And she's like, yes. And his name goes on the birth certificate. But, like, if they were married, they wouldn't have to go through all that. Like, it can make sense if you're old, too. Like, you get Social Security spousal benefits, hospital visitation rights. But, like, if you're not trying to have kids and you're young, you're middle-aged, like, I just don't see the point. What, like, hmm. you live together. You share all your stuff. What matters? Like, I don't know. What's, what, what does everyone else say? Billy, Jack? Um... Unless you sign a prenup, it sounds pretty miserable. I really think that's that's Billy, gotta be Billy's fine. in a I don't trust women anymore kind of mood lately, so yeah, I, just, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like some people just like having kids for the sake of kids. For the sake of <laughs> like, yeah, like Jack, we're talking about marriage, not the kids part. Oh, yeah. Okay, my bad, my bad. Oh, well, okay. As far as marriage goes, it's not I mean, like, so if you're having kids, yeah, like I feel like in this day and age, like marriage really isn't like a fucking surefire like life you spend with that person for the rest of your life anymore i mean i, I it hasn't been ever cheating is too easy nowadays guys yeah it's just like i don't know i feel like these bitches ain't loyal Jeez. <laughs> yeah you got three depressed Damn, teams bro. yeah this is not good bad man. bad crowd to talk to about marriage yeah, fucking yeah, really answered brave question, Nick. I mean, you posed the question like, "What are your thoughts?" Well, I'm a hopeless romantic, so I, I was. In fact, I have a ring because I planned on uh, marrying my ex girlfriend when I turned 18. So yeah, I'm I'm very pro marriage. I'm hopeless romantic. Can't help myself. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Buy I mean, like, bullshit, man. Like, I want to get I want to get married, but at the same time, like, I understand there's a good chance of you getting fucked in that. I have no desire to get married. You know, the prenup, if I do, it's got to be signed. I'm not giving you half my shit. I, I have, I own happen. nothing of value. So, I mean, if if I was, like, important or famous or anything, yeah, I'd be down for a prenup. But I I have nothing of value. That's kind of my attitude. It's like, okay, who am I marrying? Like, the girl from the supermarket checkout or, like, you know, some, like, CEO at some company? Because if it's the second one, maybe I don't want a prenup. Very <laughs> <laughs> rich. Then you know, I, she's like ninety years old, married, she's, she's like, been dying three years. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. No up, I want half your shit. But I feel like part of the problem is that like, like us younger kids, as in like me, Billy, and Nick, like, like the younger the younger the generation goes, I feel like the more nihilistic they're gonna become because they just they just grow up in like such a fucked up world and they just nihilism like, is a very... come to learn so much more and more nihilism about is such a dangerous everything tool. is so fucked 
People don't I, realize. I feel like it's just gonna get worse and worse, in my opinion. I, but, I, I think don't know. people Hopefully. don't realize I mean, that nihilism can be used to your advantage instead of a disadvantage. A lot of people learn about nihilism, and instead of taking it as like, "Wow, nothing means anything, so I can do whatever I want," a lot of people take it as like, "Nothing means." Yeah, anything, yeah. It's so like nothing matters. So, so what does it matter what I do? Yeah. Yeah. No. So like, yeah, that, so people that, take like it as like the unhealthy approach to yeah, it. Exactly, and and most kids, especially our age, take it as like, "Wow, so life yeah. is just pointless. I shouldn't do anything." Yeah. But what you and, really and should do. Yeah. Is you should say like, "Hey, life doesn't mean anything." If you think or believe in nihilism, you should be like, "Hey, life doesn't mean anything, so I can do whatever the fuck I want and like enjoy my life." That I I used to be very nihilistic when I was younger, and it, it genuinely helped me get through uh, some tough times in life because I was just kind of like, "What's the like? What's the point? I, what's the point?" It's, like, it's an armor, right? Like yes, it, it, like, exactly. Yeah, it's like nothing matters. So what the fuck? Nothing matters. Yeah, I, I can know. just fuck up as much as I want, and if it ever gets too bad, I'll just kill myself. <laughs> but, like, part, of, part of me just fears that that... That's kind that, of how like, I operate. Yeah, part of me just fears that that mindset is just going to, like, overtake. It, it's I don't know. Because, like, like, at the end of the day, like, there has to be a point to life. And, and for Does me, that's like... For, I, what, for what reason? For me, for me that I want to be remembered when I die, at least for, like, five years. I don't care You'll if you definitely be remembered for five years, Billy. I want to be remembered. At least. Do something until, un- wanna... until your fucking entire family If you don't think dies, your parents will remember you for five years... I, I, I know how you, you can achieve this. You can do this for, like... If you earn, like, a lower middle class wage your entire life, you can achieve this. Set up a website, five years hosting with, like, all kinds of info about yourself, and then put it in the world that when you die... We're gonna like put up a billboard using money from your estate, and that <laughs> gonna be up for five years. So it's gonna have your website on it, That's and then people, party, like, people will remember you like total strangers. Oh, Billy, like, yeah. Billy, all you have to do is just visit yo, Billy that, Memorial yo, that, or whatever. Billy, yo, I got a billboard next to like a Trump sign, like. <laughs> Billy, I'm like, all, I got all you have to do, of, like, Illinois or something like that. All you have to do is die in a drunk driving accident, even if you're the drunk one, and then a bunch of kids from high school will just like make a little a little cross at wherever you died and and, and put up your picture or, and shit. I oh, feel like uh, there's an, uh, there's another answer to this. What's that? If you, if you want to become immortal, just do something obscenely violent, like just become the next <laughs> the next <laughs> Ted Bundy. Well, become the next Ted Bundy, and you'll be known forever. I'm just saying, that, that is how people get known. <laughs> by doing really bad shit, like Jack the Ripper. Fucking, yeah. there's so many examples. Dan, Dan, what is up with your mic today, bro? It is fucking up. Am I loud? Am I quiet? It's like, it's just like cutting in and out and like ear rapey. Hmm. Right, give me a sec. Then I'm gonna switch to my other USB port. Here's here's what here's what here's my ideas. There's two options how I get remembered. I do some wild shit, right? Do something super wild, or I just like, do something very yeah, wild. like cure cancer. Yeah, or like I create a time machine or something. Yeah. Or hell, I go to space. I, I impersonate Jeff Bezos and go to space. Yeah, everyone going to space now. That's not that's not well, special. Well, yeah, no. Uh, like, what was it like oh, two years ago up. that that flat Earth guy built a, a rocket on his own using funding from flat Earthers, and I mean, <laughs> yeah. he ended up dying. But everything but, they everything the flat Earth community does just proves that <laughs> they're wrong. It's so funny. Yeah, it's oh awesome. my god. I love it's the flat Earth. Amazing. <laughs> 
so see, good. You see that uh, social media post from the, the Flat Earth Society? We have received donations from people all around the globe. <laughs> <laughs> really, guys? Really? Some jokes just write themselves. I swear to God. Man, you can't make it up, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Some oh. intern got fired from their Twitter that day. <laughs> Oh, that had, that had to just be someone who was just trying to spite them. Like, I really hope. Yeah, he was really like, you know what? I don't get paid some, like, enough random for this shit. Kid. <laughs> the the, the so Galileo good. fans got to him. Yeah, Do really. Do I sound at, at all different? Or is it no, you sound way better. Fans. Miles better, miles better. No, I've had issues with my smartphone <sighs> charging on that port. I, th I think I hmm. think I need to replace that USB port. It is, it is a 10-year-old case. Jeez, interesting. Yeah, that might fuck up your computer a little bit. Well, you know, keep upgrading components and never change stuff like the USB port. <laughs> That's why I just bought a shitty laptop instead. I don't have yeah, to worry about any of that. Me bit. too. <laughs> but now, oh well, yeah, I mean, I have other things to worry about, like it fucking heating itself to death every I, I'm glad I never ended it. up buying a PC because I've really stepped away from gaming in total in the last few months. So, so now what I'm are glad you, I didn't drop the money. What are you using now, might I ask? Like a tablet? No, no, we we, we both have uh you have a nitro too, right, Jack? I don't have nitro. Oh, I have a Oh, nitro. you got a laptop. Yeah, oh, it, it's a gaming laptop. Oh. I got like eight gigs of RAM. Which I got a I got an MSI iPhone twelve, I'm pretty sure. I have an MSI yeah, that has like for gaming better that's not much these days. No. My laptop had like better specs than most computers when I bought it, but it's still just like it just can't fucking live up to it. Oh, I, dude, anything. I try, and, like, I go on forums, and people are like, I can't get 240 FPS while playing <laughs> Rainbow Six Siege at yeah. max settings. Yeah, My PC true. sucks. What yeah, can I do? Yeah, some people just freak out about that. But, like, yeah, the human eye literally... I don't think the human eye can perceive more than, like... I think it's 120. Like, or... like 120, yeah. I, I don't think the human eye can perceive more. ...in which to live, right? They the Honeybees live in the hive during winter. Uh, yes. They store up food. They have a hierarchy and a leader. I mean, at what point does do you call that a society and do you call what they're building infrastructure or a city or whatever? Mm. Like, to me... Like, what's the, wh where is the dividing line between, like, Chicago or New York City and a beehive? Well, here was my argument last week, because I, I think humans are part of nature. Uh, so, apparently, cities are actually considered an ecosystem. Now, obviously, we created them, but once they're created, animals actually adapt to them as if they were any other ecosystem. So, in the same way how animals would adapt to a, a forest burning down in a natural forest fire, they adapt to a city being built, and it's 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 considered its own ecosystem in the science. It's world. like a coral reef. Yes. So so uh, so I still think we're part of yeah. nature now. Now we're definitely way more advanced and stuff, but I, I think we never truly will leave nature until we leave the planet. That's once we we start to go interplanetary. Mm, I think that's when we've moved uh, past the. Uh, we're just part of Earth's nature, part of Earth's ecosystem, because we're outside of Earth's ecosystem at that point. Because and 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 we may be bringing back external influences. Yes, too. exactly. Yeah. We're we're so leaving that. Any, anything anything we've made, uh, no matter how advanced, like even a computer, uh, it's all made from Earth, uh, in some w way, shape, or form. So I would argue that we're still part of nature, whereas um, that's fair. Once even we start Jeff to go. 
deck yeah. rocket is made of steel exactly. and titanium mined from Earth. Exactly. So, But once we start to go outside of our planet, I, I mean, I guess you could argue we've started to do, uh, do that by going to the moon and collecting stuff like that. But uh, but I think that's a little too small scale. I mean, like once we properly like start to set up camp somewhere else, that's when I think you could start to say, "Hey, maybe we're not part know. of nature anymore. We're we're a little bit bigger than that." For or do me, we redefine nature? I was I mean, just yeah. gonna say you could like the, argue the, that the asteroid came and wiped you, out the dinosaurs. I, and that I was gonna say you Earth. could argue that our whole our whole solar system is technically part of our nature. Like, like, or like n nature itself, or, or even our, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can make it as big scope as you want. So I yeah. don't know. Technically, you could argue that even if we're, as long as we're still within our, our solar system or some shit, that we're still part of nature or, or whatever. So I don't know. It's a good question. For me, what fucks me up with like our whole like separation from nature is the fact that we've been able to like increase our own lifespan so much in the past like couple centuries. It's just like, for for that reason, that kind of just makes me feel like we just like literally have like surpassed nature itself since we're able to preserve ourselves past the point where we've been naturally able to live to our fullest extent earlier in history. I don't know, just like well, for some okay, reason, so, part of that so like then, fucks me up this whole argument. So, are you saying that the use of tools is? brings us outside of nature like something as simple as that well, like, is just using tools like, yeah i'm because just saying now the we're fact not, that, we're that not we using can... natural ability when we're using tools so then you could argue that that like even certain monkeys that use tools i think that i can't remember which kinds there are but i know there's certain either gorilla or monkey that actually can use wooden tools and stuff so yeah are they outside of nature because they are using something that's not like, quote-unquote natural the thing for me is like the fact that we were able to evade our previous nature which was like our previous like average life expectancy we were able to just completely just fucking just blast that but, shit out but of why, why does that not make us why does that not well, make us the king of the can, jungle can, can rather I, as, than as, as, it does back on that one a little bit go, just, for it, Dan. No, go ahead go ahead the average life expectancy like it actually for someone who has lived to be of adulthood has actually not changed that much. Like when you look at like mm. medieval like life expectancy, that's thrown off because of childhood mortality, mm. and like particularly yeah. infant mortality. Like okay, like say I live to be seventy, and my brother dies, you know, when mom's in childbirth. Well, between us, our average age is thirty-five. 35 yeah. yeah. But like okay, you read yeah. like documents from the that's Middle true. Ages and stuff like. When King Richard the Lionheart is 37 years old and out doing the Crusades, nobody's like, oh, yeah, he's old. <laughs> like, no, he's a middle-aged 30-something-year-old dude who didn't die of whatever when he was an infant. Yeah. But, no, I mean, to your point, though, like vaccines, like cancer treatment, and quality Yeah, of just life. like modern well, medicine. Well, here's general. my question then, Jock, is what about that makes it outside of nature? Because we're using things in nature to get that we're using natural natural plants and and stuff like that uh even synthetic stuff we're still using nature to create those things to give us yeah. that extra span so we're just using nature to our benefits again that's why i'm saying i think it just makes us the king of the jungle it doesn't mean we yeah yeah from i think the jungle. yeah i think that that that's just what defines us as humans in a way it's just the but fact that you're we, saying you're saying our that. capabilities have been pushed so far 
I, I mean, I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, falling back, like, like, yeah. That I guess, I don't know. I guess I'm contradicting myself. Contradicting yourself, just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit, a little bit. But like, I don't know. It just the the fact that we were able to like make ourselves more resilient to nature itself just kind of like was the main thing fucking with like my hmm. idea of our separation from nature. Okay, I got I got another good one for you. We we were arguing about this at work. I got a couple good ones from work, but we'll we'll see how how far this one gets us. Why is it shallow to like someone for their beauty? So what? Well, the, 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 I guess you could if you if you rework the question. The question essentially is: Why is beauty inherently less valuable than someone's personality or, or thoughts or uh, intelligence or any of that stuff? Now, here's my argument: Is Beauty is subjective. Well, okay, okay, that's an interesting argument. But but the the, the way it came uh, around for us is that um, the main argument was that beauty is uncontrolled. You you can't. Con- I mean, to a degree, you can control your beauty, but for the most part, it's it's natural. And however pretty you are is kind of determined at birth. But my pushback yeah. is, IQ, I, i.e., intelligence. You can't really. <laughs> I like that, Billy. Like intelligence, you can't really change how smart you are. Now you can gain more knowledge, but you can't become more or less intelligent. For the most part, uh, I think studies have shown that you can only really uh, gain about 10 IQ points at max. So what makes beauty more inherently uh, or, or less inherently valuable than intelligence when intelligence is just as much a God-given gift as beauty is? Damn, man. I guess it's just you and me for the moment. <laughs> Yeah, everybody fucking dipped out really quick. Um, man, that's a tough one because, like, when you posed the question, the first thing I thought was exactly what you said. I was like, well, beauty is just like a genetic thing. And I'm like, well, yeah, but so is brains. And Well, here's the other thing. My, my coworker kept saying, um, well, when, when you talk to somebody or whatever, you, you really get to know them or whatever. And, and I kept asking, why is that more valuable? And, and he just didn't have an answer. It's just kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, it just is. And I wasn't really satisfied I guess, with that I guess why, when you say, why is it shallow, that makes a presupposition, right? Yeah. That makes a presupposition that shallow is bad. Well, let's just take shallow as a neutral well, thing. Well, no, the let's only reason I say that, that is because that's the societal view. That's why I pose it that way. Well, well, I would tend to agree with the societal view for the for the record, but mm-hmm. I'm 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 trying to be a little more expansive and say, okay, let's just take shallow as a proxy, and say more generally, why do some men prefer beauty and other men look for other factors or people in general? I mean, there are shallow women too. Yeah. But the 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 reason I would cite like if if you're trying to say why is uh, if, if the question really is why is it better not to prioritize beauty is that beauty to one extent or another is ephemeral I mean look the, yeah. a good looking twenty year old is when she's seventy is probably still going to be good looking for a seventy year old woman but all things being relative, beauty does not last. And if you're trying to partner with someone, for the long term at least, you probably want to look for something that makes them a good long-term partner. Like maybe they're really good at managing a household or budgeting or they've got a really stable job and a steady personality or something like that. Like there are 
there are different things. On the other hand, I, I, I don't know. If you're just looking for a Tinder hookup, I, I don't think it's shallow at all <laughs> to think about beauty. I think that's exactly the point. I, I posed this question to Owen, obviously friend of the show, been on a million times. Um, and I think he put it best. Is Owen said, Bu- uh, valuing beauty is only shallow if that's all you value. If it's, if it's one of the things on your checklist, then it's not shallow. But if it's the only thing you value, then it's shallow. And I'd even argue that it's that it's shallow to to value anybody for any one thing, whether it be intelligence, beauty, uh, financial status, whatever it be, because uh, everyone is the sum of all their parts. So to value someone for one part, but like I said, I think Owen put it best by saying it's only shallow when that is the only thing that you're valuing, and not uh, and it's not just a piece of the puzzle. I like that. I like Sorry, that. Man. That's a that's a solid answer. Um, Billy, what do you well, think? Quick interjection. I was not paying attention because my mom came in the room and uh, saw <laughs> on the camera. But uh, yeah. she said, who's that guy with the beard? And I'm like, I met him online. Mom. She's like, you met a guy online? I'm like, mom, I'm not 13 playing Xbox anymore, okay? I can meet people. It's okay. She's like, it looks a little creepy. I'm like, mom, he's really cool. Don't worry about it. <laughs> she she won't think that if she watches the episode. Oh, no, oh she's not. Man. She doesn't know about any of this. Yeah, so. she don't know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So Billy, do you have any thoughts? What were you guys talking about? Because I missed most of that. Why? Why uh, is beauty? I'm, I'm gonna mute this and grab a coffee. I'm okay. I'm listening. Why is beauty inherently? Uh, why is like liking someone for their beauty inherently shallow? What's like? I think because like ultimately, you, you kind of like. Ultimately, like said, it's kind of hard. To... Interesting. You hear a nice echo, hmm. but. Uh, I, I think that like one beauty subjective and like you said you can't really change it to a degree you can't change it like you know I'm pre- I'm a cute motherfucker you, you can't I'm just a little bit cuter than Jack and Nipple right here. I'm just gonna you know, well, gas myself well, a little bit what, like, what you missed you, Billy is I said that um that uh like you, you can't really change your intelligence and people value your intelligence you, you can't really change I mean to a degree yeah, you, you can, can change, change your intelligence no, no you, you can gain more knowledge but you can't become smarter I think the two are are, are very similar. I think they're uh, similar. Well, I mean, e- even still, I, I mean, almost any facet of your brain—that's kind of just the way you were born and raised. Your personality too—you can change it to a degree, but you kind of are who you are. So why are those things inherently more valuable when they're when they're, I'd argue, almost equally uh, as un- like as a natural talent? People, like, people be, don't like, like Billy, hands. Billy, you you can make yourself more attractive. You you can work out. You can eat better have a skincare routine you i mean you're not gonna go from a fucking five to a ten but you won't go, might go from a five to a seven just like studying every day might take you from a average intelligence to a little it's smart. inherently shallow because like people like people don't like being judged in general like like you like and, and like your first impression of somebody is how they look right mm-hmm. i see somebody who's like butt ugly or they look disgusting i'm not gonna want to talk to them so it's it's shallow to look at that person and be like i don't want to talk to him because he's ugly or something like that i, I think that it's it's kind of like you don't want to be judged for the the way you look, and and it's kind of hard to without like you know like my in my personal opinion, scales are not out of one out of ten anymore. It's one out of twenty, right? You can't it's ten for body and face. I, I like yeah, and then and then you, you throw a lady or, or so no? You throw I like person, I like you uh, throw the one one through twenty. You give ten points for face, ten points for body, and then a letter for face. Oh, interesting. That's, interesting. that's the best one I've heard of so far. I like the one out of twenty because like. 
people just don't like being judged, so if they're judged like, oh, she's got, her boobs are too small or something like that, it's gonna hurt her. And like, you know, your personality would be like, oh, I'm not, I don't really like, I don't really fucking like, I, I don't like how I would much stuff. rather someone call me ugly than them tell me that they don't like my personality, but. I think I'd rather hear that they don't like my personality than. Pretty people problems, am I right? Uh, sometimes. Oh, man. But, uh. I just think it's the fact that people don't like being judged, so it's it's more shallow to, because it's based off of first impressions. You see a girl. I, I'm party. asking your opinion. You're kind of giving me like why society thinks that. I'm not interested yeah, in that. I'm asking personally. your opinion. What do you think it's shallow and why? If so, no, it's not, really, not... I, not really. Because I not really. Because I I don't think it's too shallow. Because I generally when I'm meeting somebody, I go go off their vibe, and their vibe includes what they're wearing, how they look. Exactly. How they're interacting with people. I may not know what they're saying, but like I go off their vibe. So if I don't like their vibe, say like they're you know a little cocky asshole, I'm not gonna like it. If they seem like a rich, stuck-up prick, I'm not gonna go with that. So you, personally, you know I, don't think, I, I don't think it's shallow. But you know, it's one of my least favorite uh, like lines. Have you ever heard like "Don't judge a book by its cover"? Yeah. I think that is the stupidest shit ever because that's exactly what a cover of a book is made to do. Like that—that yeah. that is the exact purpose of a cover, is so that you can judge the book and get interested in the. There's book. the blurb too. There's the blurb too with the inside of the book that you're supposed to judge it yeah. off of. Well, yeah, you know. but 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 I mean the point of the saying is, and, and it's the same thing. Like you were saying, how someone dresses and stuff—it says something about them. So if you just ignore that, just just because you're not judging a book by a cover, I, I just think there's a stupid. Oh, I went shit to college. Ever. I went to college. There were so many kids that you know people are hanging out with, and I'm like, I don't fuck with that kid. And they're like, why? I didn't like his vibe. His vibe just didn't fucking work well. Not a, not a fan of it, but I think in society people think it's shallow because they don't like being judged for how they look, and you know, and they want they at least give them that chance to understand who they are because you know, someone could not be the prettiest, but they could be a cool ass funny motherfucker. It's just cool like ass funny motherfucker. Yes. Yes. So I think in society exactly. that's why it's reason, but like I personally don't think it's too shallow. I think well, dating. I think dating because somebody's pretty. I think that's shallow. Well, I think you make a good point, though, about, like, how someone dresses and grooms themselves and carry themselves. Like, I would rather date an ugly chick who, like, works out and dresses nice and puts on makeup and shit and, like, fucking makes an effort versus some girl who's, like, naturally hot but, you know, dresses and lives like a slob. Personally, I'm, I'm the opposite way, but, you know. I will say I purposely... Slob, I, mean, I purposely kind of... <laughs> thinking of it that way too like the one who takes care of herself and gives a damn i i will say i purposely dress kind of goofy because i i want people to like buy into me for for my personality it's kind of a deliberate thing i, I mean also i'm just lazy and i'm not really into that into fashion but i mean i i have a decent few outfits when i want to put on something nice i can but for the most part i usually wear something kind of uh lazy and uh and, and just a, a bit dull just because I want people to buy into who I am rather than my appearance. So I, I guess you could turn around the question on me and, and kind of say that I don't even follow it to myself. Well, as a dude, though, you have different options. Mm, I mean, that's true. why, like, the incel community pisses me <laughs> off. So the chads get all the girls. I'm like, dude, you don't have to be a chad. Mm -hmm. you, you see how many, like, fat schlubby comedians are hanging out with like the hottest women like as a dude like that is one freedom like there's a lot of things women have easier but like as a dude like one thing you have going for you is you, you don't have you can be the doofiest looking motherfucker on the planet 
And if you've got a personality, man, you you can you you can totally be dating girls who are like super hot. Post Malone, bro, that dude's not attractive at all. I imagine. Well, I, it, it, you know, the fame and you know. Yeah, talent. The talent really makes up for it. You you can make up for a lot with charisma and stuff. I I'm, yeah. I mean. I'd like to think of myself as a living example. I, I don't. I think I've gone out with a lot of girls who are not in my league for that exact reason. Same. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Interesting. So is it shallow? Kind of, but not exactly. No. All right. Okay. Here, here's the next one. And we, and we never got to hear from Jock. I guess. I, I guess we. I think. I think Jock told me he had to go to dinner or before we started recording, and he said he didn't want to tell his mom he was busy because then she would have to hear about the podcast and she would go listen. And especially our earlier episodes, we don't want that. Yeah, it was a little unhinged. There, there was a lot of Billy and Jock going back and forth about each other's moms. But, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Yes, I that. I All of a sudden, Billy's banned from Jock's house. <laughs> yeah. No, okay, okay, so here's the next one. Um, mm, let me think. Which one do I want to go with? I have a couple good ones. You know what? Uh, you know what? Me and Dan were talking about this in private today. Well, I, I'd like to continue slash reopen the, uh, the iconic uh, men and women being friends debate, mostly because I want to see where Billy's at currently, because Billy, your opinion has been slowly turning to the dark side, coming over to agree with me. So, Billy, can men and women be friends? I think they can, yeah, actually. Oh, Billy's back to the light side. Explain I yourself, my friend. I, I just, I, I find it very hard to, to come to terms with, like, you know, you're fighting biology and all that, but, like, it kind of seems like bullshit. I think that men and women can be friends without there being a sexual component to it. It just depends on your personalities. I, I didn't say it necessarily. Excuse me. It necessarily is a uh, sexual element, but I just well, don't what element? What element do you uh, think romantic, is sexual, emotional, whatever you? I, I whatever think you that think I think of. that it's contingent upon the personalities of who you're friends with. I, I wholeheartedly believe that it's you know like yeah okay maybe some maybe like. There's like part of me is like you walk up to somebody because you think they're attractive, and you walk up to a girl because like oh she's pretty, I want to talk to her, and then you find out like oh she's just a chill person, let's just be friends. I think that's completely reasonable. And there's two sides right there. The first side is men and women can't be friends because why did I walk up to her? I walked up her because she was pretty, and you know maybe I wanted to get with her that night. The other reason is oh I found out she was really cool, and I just want to be friends with her. I don't really care. I don't really care to ruin that relationship with something that's that could ruin it. I, I, I value I value your I value your personality more than I you know. Dude, that is a that is a deep insight. Like that is pretty fucking deep. Like, Nick, we I I had not brought that up this morning because I hadn't thought of it. But so say it one more time for me. Yeah, yeah, say that again, yeah. Billy. Uh, so what I'm saying is I think there's two sides to it. Like first off, like you know you walk up to somebody, you walk up to a girl at a party, and you're like, oh, she's pretty, I want to talk to her, maybe I want to get with her tonight. Second, secondly, you know, you, you talk to her, you figure out she's just a cool person. And I think, like I said, there are two yeah, sides it, to it. Isn't that why'd what you're you, looking for in a partner, why'd you, though? Why'd you, walk up to, why'd you walk up in the first place? That's, like, one side of it. I walked up to her because she's pretty. I don't maybe want to get with her. The other side of it is I don't really want to ruin this relationship. I value her personality enough to the point where it's just not worth ruining. And I actually enjoy spending time with her aside from the romantic or emotional portion. Like, you know, me and Nick can be friends. I don't want to. Have a relationship with them. Uh, I, I well, genuinely enjoy his company. Largely different, mostly because you're not attracted to men, and neither am I. 
Uh, I mean, we could joke about it as much We're as we want. The so. wrong We're, you know, we gotta ask. We gotta ask somebody who's by. We gotta get somebody who's by and ask him this question. Yeah, that is that is a good point. But well, we okay. Somebody... But the problem with with someone who's bi is you have to find someone who's like properly like equally into men as women. Well, you gotta find or, somebody or who's dated both. You have to find yeah. somebody who's dated both and fucked both. Yeah, yeah. That would that would be the hard part. Like, but I do think that, that having works. both experiences. I think that to a degree, neither side is correct. I think that you know. I think that they both kind of mesh together, but I'm sort of deciding towards they can be friends because in some at some re, at some point you're going to be like I like I just like talking to her in general. Well, I, I think your insight that. is 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 though really to me what rang true was like Nick and I were talking this morning like because like he's always asking me this and I've been following <laughs> y'all's conversation on the show like I just love it. It's a um, great argument. And I brought up my friend who I'm going to the store with. Uh, she's a heavier girl, a little bit taller than me. No sexual attraction there going on on my end. I I do not date women who are built like linebackers. Now, at the same time, <laughs> she is a very dear friend. We go target shooting together. We go grocery shopping together most weeks. Like, we hang out a lot. I'm like, okay, well, no sexual attraction there. And, and Nick's like, okay, yeah, not on your end. It <laughs> doesn't mean she's not like yeah, attracted exactly. to me, and I'm she's probably holy into you. shit. Okay, this like makes me reevaluate the entire friendship. But like based on what you said, like I would take her. Like number one, she's got a boyfriend. Um, and like number two, like I I think what you said is a point. Really, like if you value that friendship and that relationship. Like why would why would you want to screw that up? Like if you're willing whoa, whoa, to screw whoa, that whoa, up, whoa, whoa, then whoa. clearly you didn't value whoa. the friendship. No, to see, begin that's a with. bad argument because that that's not friends. Then that's you just holding back. That's not real friends. That's not real friendship. You, you clearly friendship one of you has more, has more shit skin you in don't want to do. No, okay, well, that's, you're, that's you're a little different. From guy, you feel really tight, and and he he picks somebody else to be best man at his wedding. Yeah. You're are not, you no I mean, longer friends, or well, do you like? You're just, definitely not friends in the capacity that you got that you thought you were. Just like, and that's my argument. So here we go. Let me let me throw some science at you. This is from Scientific America. Now, unfortunately, they don't have like a beautiful chart that just lays this out. But they they have two studies here. Uh, one where they uh, brought in 88 pairs of undergraduate opposite sex friends into a science lab, and obviously they they separated them so that like the one couldn't hear the other, and it seems. Uh, in their, again, they don't have any numbers, unfortunately, other than that it was 88 pairs. They don't say how many, but it says that uh, men were largely uh, more, uh, like, open about the fact that they had romantic feelings for their friends, or for their female friend. Now, uh, the better study is this second one, where they brought in 249 adults, and, and this is important, they say many of whom were married, to list the positive and negative aspects of being friends with a specific member of opposite sex. Uh... Variables related to romantic attraction, uh, i.e. our relationship could lead to romantic feelings, were five times more likely to be listed as a negative aspect of the friendship than a, as positive ones. So, uh, And then also it goes down at the bottom to say, males on the younger end of the spectrum were four times more likely than women uh, to report romantic attraction as a benefit of uh, opposite uh, sex friendships, whereas older end of the spectrum are ten times more likely. So uh, it seems that men 
have this idea that uh, friendship has a high likelihood to lead to romantic future. And that's Which my it point. Does that, not. That, yeah, that, it that does is not. That is like once like there there's some truth to the like even if there's potential for a relationship and you meet at the wrong time and you become friends yeah. like no, the, the, I would study... almost argue the opposite of what you're arguing is not that men and women can't be friends, but that men and women who are friends really shouldn't start dating. No, I, I don't think Usually. that's true. Uh, I, I think you should. I've, no, I've never I, I think seen you should it be go. best I, friends with your I, partner. I, but no, no, to your well, point, well, Dan, Yeah, but, but, to but your it starts point, with a romantic um, relationship and then, the, and then the friendship blossoms from there. Yeah, I suppose. To your point, though, it, it says somewhere in here, I, I can't find it at the moment, but it says that uh, males uh, seem to have a, uh, they, they seem to not be like uh, as, the, males think that when they feel romantically about the female that it's mutual and women uh, are the opposite. That what they think when they think of the guy as just friends, that the guy feels the same way. So th th this okay. is what I'm getting at. It's my, my point is okay. you, you might be able to play friends. Uh, kind of like uh, a young man may play house by having his girlfriend live with him, <laughs> myself. Um, but uh, but it's not it's not really friends. I, I mean, you you can you can define it however you want, but that's not really a friendship. When what you're really doing is you're hanging out with them in hopes that one day you'll get a romantic chance. Oh, I would I would agree with you if that's the nature of the relationship. I I, I, I see what you're doing here, and I like it because I do the same thing rhetorically all the time. You're staking out a strong position. Thank you. But you're stating a universal. Well, when oh, okay, wait, what wait, you're, wait. What, when this, what the evidence is, shows seems to be a statistical th truth. This is a this is a majority thing. Not possible. This, I, no, no, no. Okay, yeah, no, no. Okay, I, I won't that. take that back. This is a majority thing. There are obviously it's not an absolute, and there are obviously exceptions to the rules. But I would say seventy-five percent plus of the time, men and women can't be friends either because the man is attracted to the woman, or like you were talking about in your example, Dan. I imagine your female friend is attracted to you in some sense, at least. Here's uh, what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. Go for I it. I think that you're arguing the motives behind a friendship. I think that you can be friends. There are just different motives behind that my, friendship. My argument is that it's not a real friendship. It's not a real friendship, but I think it can be a real friendship. I just think that the motives well, for being there are, are not the same. Like I said, how I made a joke. Like I said, how I made how I made a joke about friendship. Well, if you define friendship as one thing, and I define it as another thing. That's just how you Billy, let me, let Billy, me like, throw out a like definition I said, that totally jibes. Let me throw one out here. Okay, I'm friends with a girl. I really, really want to fuck her, okay? Like, she is so smoking hot. I just want to be in bed with her. But you know what? She is very happy with her boyfriend. They have a good relationship. I've been talking to him on the side like I know he's looking at rings. Okay, well, if I'm her friend and I care about her, like, really care about her as a human being, why would I make a move? Why would I try and, like, screw with that kind of like that would not be friendship my point that is, would be like dicking the, over your friend the, by trying to fuck them the reason i Literally, made the joke in a sense, but i mean i mean like i i don't know if, the, if that makes sense the reason i made a joke about me playing house with my ex-girlfriend is because that's how i view it you're you're playing friends now you you might do oh, i didn't things. view it as a joke i i, I got well, what I, mean, you're saying, I mean it was yeah serious. it was one of those half jokes no uh, um yeah, you, you might do things that real friends would do. You might act like a real friend, but at the end of the day, your motives do matter because you can, because you're playing pretend, in my opinion. 
So yeah, you even even in your extreme example where someone uh, where someone that you you care about and is a friend but you're sexually attracted to is getting married and you might say, uh, "Hey, why would I mess that up for them?" In my opinion, that's still just playing pretend because in reality, you're the real reason you're not making a move uh, is is because you you're afraid that uh, that you're not the right person for them or, or or that you'd get rejected and it wouldn't work out. Uh, I I don't think anyone would actually really be so like utilitarian that they're. But you're like pushing, but 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 you're you're posing a, a couple of incorrect assumptions right there. I one is, one is I might get rejected, which is true, but not necessarily part of the equation. The other the other thing is saying, well, you know, okay, I'm afraid I might not be right for them. Well, why is that necessarily a fear? Why is that not? Well, because, because well, well, hold on. Why yeah. is why is that not a reflection of maturity, and saying that you know as much as I would enjoy boning this girl, she would really be happier and better off with this other dude, and that's not necessarily I, a negative I'm willing, reflection I'm willing on to concede me. This. That's I, a reflection of their compatibility and how he benefits her as a human being. I'm willing to concede your extreme example uh, because it, it's not the crutch of my argument. I don't think. No, I no, and, fair, and and fair so, enough. I'm and, I'm willing to abandon that yeah, as the standard. No, I'm, I'm completely. I agree that I, it's not you're, the norm. you're making good points. I, I mean, that's that's pretty fair. But I'd say, like I said, this is a majority kind of thing. It's not a absolute. But for the most part, I just don't think it's possible. Like I said, I'm I'm sure not only because I've done it, but because I've seen uh, hundreds of people through my life play uh, friends. That but that's what it is. It's, it's a role. Dude, You're when pretending. I was when I was in college, I blew up a relationship by cheating on a girlfriend with a female friend. Okay, like yeah, I completely get it. <laughs> And, and and the two of them were also friends, and the female friend got drunk and felt guilty one night and spilled, and yeah, like, oh, I get man, it. That's the worst. That's the worst. Like, it's gotta be I a get mutual, it. Like, we're not telling anybody this never happened type of deal. Ha- what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's, that's... Oh, that's how it was supposed to be, but they, they were in the marching band together, and <laughs> they got really drunk band. one night at a band party, and... <laughs> Got started spilling, but I mean, I mean, I mean, we can all identify with that kind of drama, bad right? party. I mean, I mean, based. Oh man, it's like an after. It's like an after theater type of party, bro. Like, oh, yeah. uh, like after, like, like the theater's done, all those kids go out to like. You're going out with two I was a band girls. Kid, I know. You're going out with two band girls, and they get drunk at a band party. That's gold, man. Well, what is the motto there, right? Don't shit where you eat? I don't know. <laughs> yes, something like that. Well, technically, it's not where you eat. It's where your girlfriend ate, but same idea. I got to interject, though. Um, I got to go for dinner. Uh, no. It's okay. Yeah. We're, we're, we're almost out of here. I think me and Dan can carry the next couple minutes. We're yeah. almost out of really here. Really nice talk to you, Dan. I hope you, hope you come on again. Hey, Always been a pleasure, home. Billy. Been yeah. a pleasure. These so, hooligans, uh, man, they fucking pick the time, and then neither of them stay. I'd say for most of it, so more than Jack. Both, both home for the summer, I take it. Yeah, yeah. home for the summer. Yeah, so, that's that's just, that's just an awkward time. Just me and my mom home, so I gotta go to eat dinner. So, uh, Dan, nice talking to you. Likewise, you, Billy. Come on, come on again, please. Hey, I'm let's really do that spray it. episode, man. Yeah, we gotta I, do I, that. I want to hear what to y'all that, have to actually. offer. So, peace out, y'all. Peace. peace. Yeah, I I live alone, so I'm just all sad and lonely at my house.
Yeah, yeah, my girlfriend's getting home in like 20 minutes, and that's about it. I'm here with one cat and three guinea pigs. Was four last night, but one of them died. Oh, Jesus. Dude, I'm telling you, like, (laughs) this podcast episode I'm working on right now, right, I start it, and... Like, I start the outlining, and the next day, like, because I got the second COVID shot, like, I get sick. Jeez, really? Like, I, yeah, well, like, I, I got symptoms. Like, I was just, like, feverish and laid up all day, but I couldn't do the episode that week. It's like, okay, next week, and then I'm like, oh, both my grandmas had strokes. Okay, got to go down and, and visit, and, and, and then one passed away. And then, you know, come back and, like, get myself kind of emotionally together and stuff. And I go start on this episode again. And, bam, do I get up this morning and I have a dead guinea pig. And I'm like, you know, if I believed in omens. Jeez, man. Yeah. They'd they'd be to get like, you out of the podcast world. Like one of those cursed movies or something. <laughs> Just stop recording, Dan. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, my God. It's awful. Huh. Interesting. I, you know, back to the men and women thing. Sorry, I know it's such yes, a, a no, heartfelt no. thing, but I, in no, my, in my opinion, I, I'm sure your audience does not want to hear me bitch about people dying. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure <laughs> that I'm is sure, shitty entertainment. I'm sure uh, <laughs> my my one friend Sam, shout out to Sam if you're still listening this far into the episode. I hope works all right, buddy. Um, I'm sure he cares that much. <laughs> Hi, Sam. <laughs> no, he. Uh, but so, I think in my opinion. The, the way I've seen it is it's just a lesson to be learned usually the hard way. And I, I can say whatever I want and I'm not going to convince most people. And, and some people will go their whole life and never necessarily learn that men and women can't be friends. But when you're in the trenches and it, it either happens uh, to either your girlfriend or to you yourself, then you learn the hard way and you're like, oh, that's why people think that. Well, I look, I've cheated, I've been cheated on. I get where that's coming from. I just don't think that it's healthy to apply it as a universal. Like, to use another example, like, my girlfriend has a male friend. He's perhaps the most sexually non-threatening male <laughs> I've ever met. And I use the word male loosely. Um... Dude has only ever had sex with escorts because he's too socially anxious to put the moves on a woman. I'm really not concerned. Sounds like a stand-up guy. Well, that's the crazy part. Is it's always the guy you're not concerned about. Well, that's true. That, then it's like, oh, he has this huge collection of freaky sex toys that I never knew about. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just one of those things. Well... I guess also my problem is it's been ingrained in me literally from my conception. My parents, uh, when they met, they both had their own boyfriend and girlfriend, and they were just friends. Ooh. And so my okay. my dad, my dad has told me millions of stories of uh, he was at his girlfriend's house and something would happen to my mom. He would leave his girlfriend's house, go like stick up for my mom, like kick her boyfriend's ass or something, tell him to stop being a douchebag, and then drive back to his girlfriend's house. Now, obviously, the story ends in them being my mom and dad, so clearly they didn't stay friends. So, and and I mean, obviously, I've had my own experiences too, but that's like that's kind of like the cool big one. Uh, but so 
I don't know. It's just kind of ingrained in my brain. I like I said, I don't think it's a an absolute. I'm I'm sure. In fact, I I have one single female friend, uh, but it's because we have a very specific relationship and it functions very specifically. It's uh, it's very, I I guess just functionality based uh it's it's very much about giving each other advice about the opposite sex and and things like that so it it doesn't really have the room or capacity to to have anything well, yeah if something that. happened between you it would completely exactly it, it would, by definition would wreck the relationship exactly so so like i said i i have my one female friend but i just think as a unit like and and here here's my biggest reason is like billy was saying and you said it was a good reason for for like your your guys' side, but I, I'm gonna big time disagree. When you walk up to a girl, for the most part, you're thinking like I find some amount of attraction in this girl. I want to see like where this goes, try to make a move, kind of thing. So and Billy's saying like, oh, she's a cool girl, but I don't want to date her. I I don't really get that. I, I mean, the if a girl's cool, then I that that's like more encouragement to date her. And if she's not cool, then oh. why would I want to hang out with her at all? Well, uh, it I, so depends I, I'm on what you mean by. This, I mean, I mean, I'm not seeing this back. middle ground of she's cool, but not cool enough for me to date her. Well, but she's cool well, enough, I still want to hang out with her. I, I'm, I'm just not understanding that. Well, it, it, it gets back to like, what is the purpose of the relationship? Like, okay, let's go at the most base level. This is a Tinder date. Is she hot or not? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Are we, are we going to sleep together tonight and never talk to each other again or not? Like, that's a pretty, like, basic primal question. But, like, you start talking about a relationship, that becomes more complicated. Like, okay, go to the most complicated level, right? Let's just accelerate from Tinder date straight to, am I going to marry this person and have kids with them? Like, there are plenty of cool-ass women I can think of that I would not want to have kids with just because, like, our lifestyles would not be compatible yeah, with any that number mean, of other reasons. But that doesn't mean you want you don't want a relationship beyond friendship, is my, is my point. Now, like I said, Billy said, in, uh, Billy said something about it being sexual in nature, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. Now, you, you could be sexually attracted, romantically attracted, emotionally attracted, all of those things. But it, my point is that even if you don't want to go long term with them, or even if it is just a, uh, I just want to bang them one time kind of thing, that's still more than a friendship. I mean, you don't do those things with your friends. You don't get that amount of emotional. I mean, you get an emotional attachment, but it's a different kind. Just like you, you might love your friends, but it's a different kind of love. So I, I get your point. I'm what actually, you're saying. I agree with you here. I, yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I think you make a good point about how there are girls that you know that you might be attracted to, but you would never marry or plan a future with. So I get that. But at the same time, that's not necessarily uh, like killing, like getting them out of the competition of being a partner of you or someone you're romantically or emotionally or physically involved with. And that's my point. agree with you. I, I think, though, that that. We, we almost have to back up then and say, okay, well, what is friendship to begin with? And, like, that's a completely different conversation. But I think, yeah. like, what you're addressing is the difference between, like, a male-to-male -male friendship versus a male-to-female friendship versus a female-to-female friendship, which is also something different entirely. Exactly. Like, I, I think there's I, – I, I don't know that we have to abandon the idea of friendship. I, I, I do think that 
you're getting at something very accurate there, that it is a different relationship. I don't know. I just... I, I just don't see it. I think the reason we can be such close friends with people of our same sex is because we can share those deep things and it's it it doesn't go anywhere necessarily so i i can talk to my friends about my uh something as basic as my sexual escapades or something as deep as my my biggest heartbreak uh, with a woman i just don't see why you would talk about those things at, at all let alone justice friends I, I mean if it ever got to that point of deepness i mean that feels like a serious connection to have with someone of the opposite sex I, I just think you're fighting biology at a certain point. You're just give you programmed that. To, to, you're just to, programmed to work that way. To to a certain point, yes. But I mean it it, it really depends on the relationship. Like I I think once it, it, and maybe again this gets to a difference between men and women, like, you know, with women a guy gets friend zoned at a certain point and like that's just it. Yeah, like it doesn't matter if he's a billionaire and he's like built like Arnold Schwarzenegger or whatever. Like he's in the friend zone, and I don't know that dudes have a friend zone. <laughs> that's what. Well, that's what I'm thinking now. Billy, see, that's why I wish Billy was still here. Billy has a bunch of female friends that he's that he will genuinely friend zone. The and the friend zone. The fact that the friend zone not only exists but is so iconic inherently proves that men and women can't be friends. Because the friend zone is considered like a, a purgatory or prison almost rather than a, oh, we're just friends. Like well, that's that begs the considered question, though, right? I mean, it's considered a purgatory by people who want it to move further than friendship. Well, that's well, not exactly but, a fair but that's what I'm, But that's what I'm saying, Dan. It only takes one for the fr for the friendship to not be a friendship. That's the thing. That's what well, a, that's, lot of, a lot of well, people don't fair. understand. Just like, just like you were saying you weren't interested in your female friend. It doesn't matter necessarily. As long as she's interested in you, then that's still not, not necessarily a friendship. It only takes one party to be uh, more uh, romantically, emotionally, uh, sexually interested in the other for it to not be a proper friendship. Okay, well, here's, here's a question. Can a straight man and a gay man be friends? <laughs> okay, here, let, let me tell you a story. So, so I okay, have hit me, I, hit me. Now, I mean, I have more gay friends than this, uh, just because my like my older sister has a bunch of gay friends. I, oh, but, I'm a theater kid. I, I had many, many gay friends. But, but, um, the the one gay guy that I like know and hang out with, he he's always hitting on me. Is is like the thing. Now, now to me. To me, it's like it's unthreatening or anything. I it, it doesn't bother me. I, I appreciate the compliments, and I've made it very clear that I don't swing that way, so I don't feel like I'm leading him on in any way. I, I almost feel like a woman, to be completely honest, because I, I I'm uh, yeah. He it, offers it, it, to take, take me out to buy me beers. He, he compliment he compliments me, and I feel like hey, I've made my position clear. So I don't know. I think that's a good question. I think. The difference about that is that only one party even has the opportunity to be interested. And so theoretically, if the gay guy isn't interested in you, say he's not your, uh, you're not his type, then I think, I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. And that really does throw the whole thing on its head. So that's a, and, and, and what about a straight man and a lesbian woman? 
No, there's no, an see, upper no, rainbow. No, 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 no. I, I, every, see, well, the the big reason I can't really answer the gay man is because I, I don't have any experience with that. I, 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 like, I really don't know. But, um, but yeah, with a lesbian woman, almost any guy would be attracted to that. Uh, even if they are platonic friends, there's just something inherently attractive about lesbians. So yeah. no, again, again, you you might you might do friendly things, you might be quote unquote friends, but you're playing pretend. So, so, I I I, I guess it gets down to definition hmm. then, because like, where is one playing pretend, and where is one doing the right thing for your friend, regardless of your personal feelings, which to me is like the very essence of friendship. <coughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean to that end, not putting the moves on your lesbian friend is like in, an expression of that friendship. Well, it's like, hey, this okay. is what I want, but I'm that's, putting what my friend wants before that's my. That's a good name. question. Is if you never make a move, but you have those feelings, is that a friendship or not? That's a good question. In my opinion, I'm going to say no because, especially with men, again, because I'm a man and this is my experience, is. For a woman that you're interested in, in that kind of way, you are willing to do things you wouldn't do for other women, or for other men, let alone other women. So that's fair. That so is very fair. That's yeah, why I'm I'll saying go, I'll, even, I'll come out and change your tire. Or exactly. Pick you so, up at one in the morning when your drunk friends abandon you. Exactly. Or whatever. So even if you don't act on it necessarily, I still think you could consider it playing pretend because when you have that sort of romantic, sexual, or emotional interest in someone you, the the rules of the game change and you treat them differently uh e even if it's not in a negative or positive way you're, you're uh, inherently you you don't treat someone you're interested in romantically the same way as you would some a platonic friend okay well I'll, I'll give you that i'll give i mean you there are definitely certain favors i would not do for a guy friend that i would do for a female friend particularly one who i was attracted to yeah, I will give you that. So, like, I, I'm, and and yeah. I'm a pretty generous guy. I've gotten up at four in the morning to help my buddy fix his alternator. So, <laughs> yeah, huh? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think you're right. I think it's all about the definition of friendship and all that. And and when is playing pretend actually playing pretend, or when is it close enough to the real thing that it's irrelevant? Your motivation. I just think the motivation matters so much that for me, I don't consider it a friendship. Well, I, I mean, to me, I think I think your point is valid. I I would I would draw the line at is the motivation. I better not try and sleep with her because maybe she'll break up with her boyfriend and we'll get together later. If that's the motivation then I would I would think that was like two-faced and not real mm. friendship. Mm -hmm. If the motivation is I honestly believe that well, she is happy with her boyfriend and would be better off that way and I am staying back out of respect and well, because and I care about her happiness, like I would consider that friendship. That's the, epitome, that that's the epitome of the friend zone is I will be your friend and stay in your little world be just in case one day – you you look my way and you're like oh why did I never realize so you but, want to stay in their orbit. But you just injected something into that scenario though. I didn't say that. No no no. I'm I'm saying inherently the like the friend zone when someone says like they're considered themselves in the friend zone that that's, yeah that's the epitome of what it is is I'm well, staying no, in your well, orbit that... in hopes that one day you may say oh shit why did I never think to go out with him. 
Well, it, and it, yeah, and at that point, it's it's kind of pathetic and it's a wasted effort. I mean, Jesus, move on to some and, girl. And yet, literally millions, it. possibly even billions of men do it every day. Oh, all the all the time. Well, be, because we are primed, though, to like. I mean, the same way women are, I guess. Women are, like, programmed genetically to look for men with the highest status, and men are programmed to do that, too. I mean, in a different way, right? We're programmed to look for the hottest women. They're programmed to look for the best providers. But, like, yeah. it makes sense that, like, around the, you know, top 5% or whatever of hottest women, there's going to be, like, a cluster of dudes, like, Ramora's hanging around the shark. Yes. Exactly. Hmm. Huh. Will there ever be a conclusion to the debate? I hope not. I want to hear you guys go on about it more and more episodes. <laughs> I, I think the only possible way is if, if there is some sort of creator and we could just ask him. That's like the only way you would ever... Because th that's like literally the only way. Oh, Jock's back. Oh my god, look who it is. Jock. I am so, so sorry, boys. It's okay. B so Billy left sorry. for dinner as well. Jock, we've been we've been intensely debating the, the iconic men and women being friends argument. Uh, <laughs> not disagree. Are we still, are we still recording? <laughs> now that you yeah. missed everything yeah, that we've uh, had in the last 20 minutes, what is your input god. on this yeah. topic? Yeah. I, I agree with Nick. No further comment. <laughs> <laughs> Jock just doesn't want to argue tonight. I like it. Uh, <laughs> like I'm gonna play Siege, boys. <laughs> I saw you on there earlier. Yeah, yeah. There's some glitch where you can get multiples of the same operator now because Ubisoft is that bad. Oh, jeez. So he was playing uh, well, with dude, like I've three playing... people who had the same operator. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, Jack, didn't you have like two Montes running around? Oh yeah, yeah. This fucking Siege is fucked. <laughs> Yeah, I've been playing game. Europa Universalis 4 on the latest patch, and, like, if you play as Spain, well, Castile to start with, but, like, the game's just broken. <laughs> this game sucks. Ubisoft is the worst company ever. I fucking hate and, Ubisoft. And yet, every time they drop an Assassin's Creed title, I'm like, yep. everyone fucking buys it. Yep, hmm. exactly. It's like, it's like crack, bro. We need we as a uh, society Crack need to learn how to talk with our wallets or vote with our wallets, whatever you want to call it. Oh, vote absolutely. with our wallets. Yeah, yeah, everyone talks with our wallets. <laughs> That's what we're <laughs> voting with. We have to teach them like, hey, we're not gonna like put up with this shit, so nobody's gonna or not nobody, but like a majority of people aren't gonna buy it. But people are too. <sighs> yeah, imagine if high I, I mean I'm happen. I played two K NBA two K for years, so I'm just as much part of the problem. But of it, uh, this last year, I finally got out of it. I finally stopped wasting money on the shitty broken game that I hated for years. But I would like it's it's like a hate fuck almost. You just you you want to do it for whatever reason. You just you just I don't know, man. But I, I'm so glad to finally be done with that. It is compulsive. Oh, very nice. Ooh, I'm I'm not even gonna say what that is out loud, lest the YouTube algorithm <laughs> hit you. But that is very nice. Jack, I I am. Now I'm, I'm gonna have to edit, and I'm gonna have to blur this out because I guarantee Jack does not want that on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. His mom doesn't watch. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Uh oh, man. Well. Well, it's getting to about that time, I think. Yeah, my, my girl's about to be home any second, so it's a good time for me to peace out. All right, Dan, you want to plug your stuff before you get out Well, of thank you 
Nick and Jock and Billy, who is no longer here for having me on your show. If you want to see my show, it is called Relevant History. It is available at dantollerpodcast.com. That is Dan T O L E R podcast.com. Uh, you can also find Relevant History on Spotify and Apple Music and all of those other services. And don't forget, if you subscribe to the Salad Tossers Patreon, which you really should do because it's only a dollar a month and it's awesome. Yes, sir. Uh, you will get my monthly special called Irrelevant History. So far, we have discussed the time that the Olympics tried to run a human experiment on dehydration at the Olympic Games and the Polish bear who served in World War II. Yes, that is an actual bear. So you will enjoy that. You will also enjoy Montel's Debate Hour, which is also available on the Salad Tossers wow. Patreon Doing for a dollar a month. So sign up. Doing my job oh. for me. I like it. Yeah, patreon.com slash the Salad Tossers. Subscribe to the YouTube. Jock, say goodbye. Uh... Instagram, we got an Instagram. Instagram, too. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, I think the only thing we don't really have is like Facebook. All right. Fuck Facebook. Uh, adios, goodbye, Craig. Good night, Craig. Peace.